Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. You know, joined Storehouse Church about like two years ago now, right? Life-changing experience. You know, got baptized. You know, you listened to that podcast a couple weeks ago. But for the people who have never been inside Storehouse Church, you've never experienced what it's like to hear the sounds, right? So, like, one of the things I noticed is... Um, like when I when I first started going there, there was a dude on the soundboard who just knew how to make the band sound good even when they weren't on their best <laughs> uh, two feet at the moment. And like for people out there in music, you know what I'm talking about. Like it takes a good sound man to bring out the true potential of a band because you bring out stuff that people just don't even know how hard it is to to do. And like I was thinking about this introduction. It's like today's guest, yeah, he brings out the best in bands, but as I got to know him. I, I realize he also brings out the best in other people just because of his um, spirit and the way he conducts himself. Um, I, I don't think I've ever met anybody in my adult life that one was cool and two was close to God. And like when I was around him, I could tell that it like felt like that. You know what I mean? Like cause some people, they're like far from God. But today's guest is is definitely somebody who I think walks and talks and backs up everything that they say they want to do. You know what I mean? And like the Bible, you know, he quotes the Bible sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, this dude is on the chosen path. With that being said, please welcome to the show, Mr. Ben Weigert. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm good. You're good? You're good to go? Yeah, I'm good. Dude, let me ask you a question. How did you get into sound and video? Um, <laughs> Come on, walk with me. Talk with me. I was... Uh, We're on the path here at Valley Green. When did you first fall in love with music? Oh, well, that's a different question. I mean, I've been in love with music since forever, since as long as I... Perch this thing up a little bit. You know what to do. See the fat bars right here? Check, check, one, two. Yeah. Get some fat bars. Check some fat bars. There you go. Yeah, that would be. that's a good name for a podcast, fat bars. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the first time I ever had a job, the first thing I ever bought was a boombox. I mean, mm-hmm. the... Uh... Hold it like this if you can. Okay. There you go. Oh, the we got there. green? Oh, that's what happened. Hold on, I got you. Oh, that explains it. Check one, two. Here we go. And we're not going to cut that out because we're both sound engineers. We both understand things, <laughs> you know? You know what? Let me take it back. Let's just get right into it as far as... You said, like, basically you started off, what, as a teenager loving music? Yeah. I mean, my first job when I was uh, 14, I remember getting a paper route. My first paycheck, I... Went out and got a boombox, man. It's okay. One, what type of bike did you have? (laughs) Um, let's see if I can remember. I probably had a Huffy. Oh, I had a Huffy too. Yeah. So, did you have the spokes on the or the don't worry, called spokes? What was it called where your buddy could like ride on the back with the oh, the pegs? Yes. Did you have pegs? No, I didn't have pegs because God, I always wanted a bike with pegs. Well, I was enough weight for the frame of the bike, I wasn't adding any extra weight. And also, that was for people that could do sick tricks. That's another great name for a podcast, Sick Tricks. <laughs> the biking games, though, back in the day, for, and also, too, like, I guess, the thing about being a paperboy, some people, I guess, who are, like, what, like, under 25, if they listen to this, they have no clue what we're talking about. 
Yeah. You had it delivered a paper in the morning in a bag. The bag <laughs> sometimes could weigh like 50 pounds and it would be like leaning you to the right. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. And there was a massively, a great game that was kind of, kind of technically hard to play. It was Paperboy for Nintendo, <laughs> you know? I that game. Uh, so it's like you could have a job and then go home and play a video game about your job. Actually, why that game was hard is for the same reason in real life where you have to be able to like throw a paper while you're in motion and hit the target. Yep. And then there was also like things that came at you, right? Like wasn't there a, wasn't it like dogs like yeah, went after you? Yeah, dogs and the occasional grumpy old man. But yeah, the paper boy, I always wanted the job. I never had the paper boy job, right? So then like. I was actually a year too young for it. Might have been 13. And the guy pulled this guy aside. He's like, from the record, the intelligentsia record. Wow. And he's like, no, my, my kid really needs a job. You got to give him a job. So they broke the uh, the law, squeezing me into a paperboy job. Because at 14, so were you getting paid under the table, obviously, right? <laughs> no, I collected from people's houses. I had to go door to door. You want to hear something, Ben? So like when I was like probably a young kid, Around this time, I guess being 10 or 11, and I heard the term, oh, you get paid under the table. I literally thought that meant that the boss or the guy who's going to pay you or the girl who's going to pay you would pay Squat you the under the table yeah. like a skit. Like you'd be like, okay, here comes the money. <laughs> but um, then also, too, my mind got blown as the years went on and the paperboy occupation went away and it became the middle-aged, drunken <laughs> man who was – Delivering newspapers now, not on a bicycle, but in a minivan. Oh, in a car. I've in a van. Like, so he would be in the van, and he'd be both windows would be open. And I remember like seeing this guy in the van th deliver the paper. I remember seeing those guys, and I'm like, like over what the are you roof. Taking my job for man. I'm like, you can go to an office. You could have health care. And then eventually, the internet took all their jobs. Yeah. And that's the weird thing too. Is this like that's the paper boy just doesn't exist. At all. I mean, maybe somewhere, someplace, but uh, that dream is gone. Also, too, is like a good way to like get out and start the day was to read the paper. Like everybody was doing it together. People don't read the papers no more. Yeah, Found a business card here again. Okay, so this is the second time, second time in two months that I found a business card. This is for Steph Zevahala. She's the general manager of Yoga6.com. Go check them out online. <laughs> They're located next to Kimberton and Whole. Oh, excuse me, located next to the Kimberton Whole Foods, two 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 East Main Street, Collegeville, PA. And that's a free ad by the podcast. Do you read uh, the news at all anymore? Do you watch the news? No, I don't really enjoy no. the news because the um, happy news doesn't sell. Is there a website called Happy News? There yeah. is something like that, right? I mean, but like, yeah, people don't want to be happy no more. They want to wake up and they want to be like in Kensington. <laughs> and it's like, that's just the problem. Dude, I love stuff like this. For the people at home who can't see what we're witnessing right now, there's many treasures right now on the path. I found a business card. Now we found a hat, okay? And one of the things, I think that this is the same person who does this. It's the hat fairy or something. He puts, or she puts, or they put yeah. hats on trees to display that you've lost it. It's like a fell off a kid, yeah. And then somebody's like... I'm just going to put it here for you to be able to. Exactly. Yeah. And like you could, you know, like there's a hat not too long ago that was on the opposite side that I had thought to myself, if nobody takes this hat, I'm taking it. But probably I would get like, you know, some sort of head lice or something like that. When you were a kid, did they ever check you in school for head lice? Like, no. You're, okay. So like in our public school, like we would go. Only if there was a danger. No, this was like a big thing. I remember in the 80s where like everybody 
would be lined up to the nurse's office and they'd be in there with plastic gloves to check and see if you got lice. Because it was like a pandemic at one time around here. Not like the pandemic of COVID, but like the lice pandemic. The children being great little Petri dishes. You know, I, I, before COVID, I used to like celebrate germs into the fact that like, you know, it's like you got to get them in you like to build up antibodies. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I haven't been here in a couple of days. It's definitely grown in. Summer has arrived. A couple of days ago, I was here. I was doing a podcast. And I was trying to think, what is this right here? I'm looking at the white powder I was telling you guys about, the arrows. Like, is that salt? Um, <clears throat> some kind of powder. I mean, I don't think it would be salt. Speaking of uh, salt of the earth. So, like, when did, I don't even know. Like, when did you start? At Storehouse. <clears throat> yeah, I've probably been going to Storehouse for about four years now. Uh, I remember <coughs> my now wife, at the time girlfriend, we were church shopping. And, I mean, I could go to any church and enjoy it, but she is a recovering Catholic. And I was introducing her to the Protestant jam sessions and she was the first place I ever took her to was storehouse and she was blown away by the band. Did you just say Protestant jam sessions? Yeah. Love that dude. That's great. And if I could uh, circle back to that extremely kind and generous introduction, uh, mm -hmm. I think the band sounds amazing already. And I, I'm just, you know, well, you know what I'm saying? Being I, a sound I, man, it's hard, it's a hard gig, dude. It's a hard gig. And like also too, like a good sound man is also somebody who's like, involved with the gig like you know like I, I always felt that the sound man should be part of the band especially like if you're triggering like effects you know because like yeah that's hard to do especially getting on the one you know when i'm saying the one i'm talking about like in time so it doesn't sound weird the first beat of the measure but yeah so she was taking that's the thing that happened to me too as well as like my wife like went to storehouse and she was like what is this what is this place hello how are you and I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you want people to ask when they go to a church. So, like, how long was it before you were like, yeah, I'll do this sound here? <sighs> well, I mean, the pandemic had a lot to do with that. But uh, it was probably a year into going that Pastor Tasha said, do not leave this room to the whole congregation. <laughs> that uh, I shouldn't leave the room unless I answered the call, answered uh, the call of serving, because that's kind of what we're all called to do. So I said, okay. That's I'm what, she, that's that what she did to me, dude. Yeah. She was like, are you going to get, she was like, you know, I urge you if you believe to get baptized. And I remember being at home and being like, yeah. Well, I mean, see, here's some things. Yeah. It's like, when you go to a restaurant mm -hmm. and say, I'd like a cheeseburger, and then you can, you know, make it how you want, like you're at Five Guys. Mm -hmm. And then you just kind of get a burger that's completely different than what you asked for. Well, you're like, this isn't what I want at all. And that's how everybody approaches their their faith, where it's just kind of like, you know, do whatever. But there's clearly things in the Bible that he <coughs> commands us to do. Which one stands out to you? Like, the, like I know you've, you've uh, like, as I mentioned, you dropped scripture, like, you know, on the dime. Which which one, like, you don't have to pick one that's, like, your favorite. Obviously, that's just impossible. But which one stands out to you the most, like, today? 
Uh, Micah 6.8 jumps out to me because uh, I was just thinking about it when we were talking to Adam earlier. Is uh, The whole purpose of man. Everybody's always like, what's the meaning of life? Micah 6.8 is the answer to the question if you're interested. Do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with him. Say that one more time. Do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with him. That's what's up. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing that I found unique once I, like, rejoined the church and stuff like that, too, is, like, rereading the Bible. Like, I read it when I was a kid, and then, like, I stopped, you know? But right. as an adult, it, stand, it, it makes more sense. I don't know how to describe it, but it's, like, you know, obviously it's a transli- translation from, you know, different languages and stuff like that. But, like, at the core, it's, like, almost like a blueprint for, like, how to conduct oneself. It's, like, oh, like it's, like, some things you buy and it comes with directions. It's like the directions that come for human beings is within those pages. Yeah. I mean, something that my amazing wife talked about was that she knew these stories from her Catholic priest. But when she accepted Christ, it kind of, they came alive to her and she understood them instead of just knowing them. Mm. You know, it's kind of like, when you're watching a movie and it's got a joke in there that's over your head and as a kid you just kind of like i don't understand that i'm going to move on to what i do get which is you know it's funny that this alien is in the bike basket but it's like when you're an adult <laughs> when you're an adult you're like oh that that joke was in there and i i saw that joke and i was in the 80s and now i actually get that joke yeah that's fun when that happens i know yeah. exactly what you're talking about well, that's kind of how you age. That's you know what that's actually just happened to me with Metallica. When I was a kid, I couldn't get into them because I was listening to Nirvana. Yeah. But now, like James Hetfield, I think he's fifty nine, sixty or something like that. And like I was listening to a song the other day, and I was just like, you know what, dude, I've aged into it. Now I am a Metallica fan. Well, and also Metallica's aged themselves as far as they've they had enough therapy that uh, they're now probably the most well adjusted metalheads i was just i mean like the thing i really like about it is like they're unique than that they need each other like lars has a specific drumming style that works with hetfield's rhythm guitar playing but necessarily like i heard doesn't work with others or something like that which is weird right they think it's like oh like this drummer like will only go with a certain flow hey how are you thank you she said cheers i didn't know what to say back we weren't drinking you know sometimes I don't know what to say. I've I'm had some strange. Sure she wasn't British either. She wasn't. No, she. No, was... She's just an American saying cheers. It's like, is that your favorite sitcom? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the? To which I will a... say, Family Matters. That's your favorite? No, I, it's just the first thing that came to my head. And I was uh, reading was an article about that. Trail, I'd say Family Matters. I was reading an article about like uh, Family Matters, like in that the original. So Family Matters is actually. A spinoff of Perfect Strangers, which That's, is one of my all-time favorites, dude. Balky yeah. Botakamis and Larry, Cousin Larry. My mom the dance and joy. They do this dance. It's great. And in the show, they worked at the Chicago Tribune, and they worked in the basement. And to get to the basement, they took an elevator with the character who was the mother of Family Matters. And that is Loretta. What was her name? I want to say that Loretta sounds right. Maybe that's the actor's name, <clears throat> but I love that show. And Family Matters starts off as, a, you know, a sitcom about, you know, just a family. And then it wasn't until like episode seven or eight 
that Urkel appears. And Urkel was just going to be a one one off. Oh yeah. And Urkel got so popular that the show essentially became the, the Steve Urkel, Urkel show. show. Yeah. Did and I like, do that? Do you remember the one where he like he invents the hot air balloon or something and he like <laughs> he gets lost and he's like yeah like and, but see that's actually the reason I liked that show is because if you want to know what it was like to be a nerd back then yeah liking a girl that just didn't give you the time of day because yep. they're like oh I only like guys that wear leather jackets who are gonna treat me poorly and Urkel's like I will love you forever yeah and she's like no thanks did I do that. Yeah. What was her name? Yeah, he tried so Laura. hard. Did she? Did he ever get her? I, I don't remember the ending of that show. It sounds like really be nice. weird getter. Like, no, did he ever like uh, fall in love? <laughs> but yeah, Urkel. Yeah, it was a great. It was a great time. I mean, like there was this thing called TGIF, which was on Friday nights, and I believe it started off with Family Matters, then Full House, then Perfect Strangers, and then something else. But like. Yeah, dude, Perfect Strangers. Man, I, you know, I had heard that they were actually going to do a remake of this on uh, MGM, and the, they can't do that. They no, should bring no, back Bronson true. and the guy that plays Cousin Larry. Who played Cousin Larry? Hey, man, do you know who played Cousin Larry on uh, Perfect Strangers in the 80s and 90s? Oh, you know, I know Bronson Pinchot, but not the other guy. I know. Do you, are you familiar with the show Perfect Strangers? Yeah. Any thoughts or is there anything you'd like to share on my podcast about the show? What do you remember about it? What's your name? It's Dan. Dan, how um, are you today? Fine. Uh, I don't remember much about it other than Bronson Pinchot, what, which I think strangers? now is... Do you remember Perfect Strangers? Yeah, they were in Minneapolis. They're, so, they're somewhere cold, right? Yeah. Chicago, I thought. James Jill. Oh, was it Chicago? I think so. Yeah, we're doing yeah. a podcast on Perfect Strangers right now. So it was Bronson Pinchot and that guy with curly hair. <laughs> that nobody can remember. His name. And they were... He's also on a new show, I think. He got brought... Balky. Yeah, Balky Botokamas, The Dance of Joy. Do you remember it? Yeah, and he... And they... He was from Meepos. Which is in Greece? Yes. No, it's actually a fictional place that but they made up. It's talking about, you know, appropriation. Yeah, that's what I remember. And I remember mm -hmm. it being like a buddy comedy. Now that I'm older, it's like in that same vein of... Um, Please say both The eye couple, right? Um, like something like that. Yeah. Like the one's really neat. The other one's like messy. The one's like really straight laced. The other one's wacky. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the straight man and the... the, the, and the yeah. Exactly. Thanks for taking the time. Tell your husband I said I'm sorry. He didn't look happy with me. Did you see the way the husband was looking at me? He was like, let's get it going. <laughs> let's move it along. Yeah, so, I mean, the idea of going to a church and just sitting there and then leaving is what I do. At, it's what I do at a movie theater or a restaurant. I have no relationship with these people. I'm not going to befriend the server and, like, follow them on Facebook. You know, it's... yeah. So the, the idea of like you go there and you plug into the community and you get back more than you give. And I don't think a lot of people get that. They just see, no, they I, don't, don't they, yeah. I don't want to give. Well, I was somebody who, who didn't want to uh, protect, like in the beginning, I, like, yeah, I was like, oh, I was dragging my feet there. You know what I mean? Cause it was like, oh, sure. I also had those preconceived notions about religion and like the way, that I was brought up as a Catholic too, similar to your wife, because it was like, you know, uh, it wasn't fun, you know, it was like, right. it didn't feel good. It didn't feel like some, <clears throat> something I wanted to participate in. And yeah. then like, you know, somewhere along the way, I realized I was just being a fool for not like volunteering. <clears throat> and I mean, I can even like rationalize or justify not serving because it's like, oh, I'm a... Uh, 
you know, my second and more important job is that I'm a stay-at-home dad, that I want to be there for my kids. And if I'm serving, that could call me away in some way I don't know, blah, blah, blah. But it's all this like, what ifs? It's a little bit of catastrophizing. Yeah. Like we talked about earlier, where it's like, these are all the reasons why I shouldn't do what I'm supposed to be doing. So, you know. Don't you think when uh, people start to feel those things, like when they're like, ah. It's called conviction. Yeah. But a lot of people just feel like it's like they're being judged. Well, who's judging you? I, I would, no one in particular, but I know people are. Yourself. Well, you're, yeah. You're, you're being but, judged by yourself. But is it you actually, sometimes when we feel judged by ourselves, it's actually that little Jiminy Cricket guy in there saying. Well, who do you think that is? Because like, okay. Oh, no. Jiminy Cricket is clearly the Holy Spirit. And in non-believers, they have a conscience, but that's. So you're saying, but isn't it Jiminy Cricket? Like I hear Bing Crosby's voice. Isn't that like uh, what's going on right now? The Holy Spirit has Bing Crosby's voice? Because I'd be down with that if that's the case. I mean. Did Bing Crosby, did he vocalize Jiminy Cricket? Are we catching this guy mid-flight? I don't know what's going on. Oh, okay. No. How you doing? Yeah, um, okay. What? Did you, um, did you hear that? Yeah. Was that, um, that sounded like Russian. Okay, cool. Cool. Cause I couldn't tell if it was like tongues. I was like, man, is the evil one out here right now coming to get us? Dude, it was weird the way he was standing, right? He wasn't looking at us. I couldn't tell if he was paying. I always think it's interesting when people say tongues, I feel like they think it's going to be like, uh, like alien speech, a language we've never heard of before, but I yep. think tongues is just, you know, you can speak, you know. Well, what is language then, really, except using your tongue? Right. Yeah. But the series of, you know, clicks and... Yeah, that's true. We don't have many clicks. <laughs> wow. I wish we had more clicks. It'd be nice if there was a couple... You know what I mean? Like, there's none of that going on in our language, as, which is as boring, a sound, you know? As a sound engineer, I would like yes. more click. Yeah, clicking sounds good. Like, a, you know, who asked us today if we could beatbox? Oh, that was Tasha? Tasha Tasha, yeah. <laughs> so, like, if the Holy Spirit could beatbox, what would it sound like? Oh, I think that he would probably be exceptional at it because right? he's all things to all people. Did you ever see uh, Dolph Lundgren in Masters of the Universe? Yes. Remember the key master, like the thing that made the sound? He's like, oh, man, it's a synthesizer. <laughs> and like the, the rhythm that it would do. Dum, 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 dum. That's like what I think like the Holy Spirit would sound like, you know? Okay. But, oh, that's some, a lot of esoteric references today. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I don't plan this. You know what I mean? Like, it's just references, you know? Like, if I plan these things out, like... First off, I do I do know in the back of my mind though, since meeting with those people, I am going to watch a Perfect Strangers episode tonight. Sure, I haven't watched one in a long time. Like I don't even know if you can stream that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, it was Chicago. They were in actually. Chicago. I think Laverne and Shirley were in Milwaukee. Yeah, I was in Milwaukee uh, once in the the like, Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Laverne and Shirley are still very popular in Milwaukee. Yeah, it smells like, really good there, man. The Great Lake effect. It's like, it's magnificent, really. But yeah, like the the vibe of a storehouse is totally different, you know. And like we were saying, like you know, well, it's, I, it's real people. It's being real people. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And there's no like agenda of being like you know, like today there was like a three part series wrapping up about like how difficult it is to be a parent. And one of the things that I always talk about on the show is just like, you know, how much technology sucks that it's like almost like the third 
parent in control, if you will. Like it's something that you have to contend with, something that can solicit you an unwanted advice. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. crazy how that thing works, you know? Here we are at Bell's Mills where it's going to get loud. Dude, it's crowded here today. Sometimes I come here, it's not a soul, you know? Not a soul. Did you bring all these people here for me? I did. We're going this way. Follow me. Make sure that uh, people don't like um, when people cross over this bridge. It's a known fact. But yeah, welcome to, uh, this is the midpoint of the podcast, really. It's a, Sweet jams. It's a spot where you get to reflect upon, upon the beginning, the middle, and the end. Midway through. You got some people here who are obeying traffic rules. This guy not obeying traffic. Going way too fast. You know? Didn't even think about yielding right there. It was just like, nah. Not going to happen. Not going to happen with me. Because I'm the one in control. These people probably are nowhere near God when they're having moments of anxiety. Remember what I was saying to you before about like, you know, when you're having these moments of anxiety and like, you know, fleeting like optimism that's going to deter you away from doing the right thing. The question is, how close are you to God, you know? Walking into the fire. Yeah. Thank you. So, like, that's the thing that's the worst is, like, what happens to me is, like, sometimes I walk straight into the fire like I want to burn up. You know what I mean? Like, why do you think human beings do that? We're all um, born with this penchant for self-destruction because that's what sin is. It is the worst in us trying to make us and everyone around us that we love worse. Really, just Christians, true Christians, are just trying to be better people in their relationship with God and the world. That is true. In my opinion. There are some people who just like don't want to work on themselves at all, you know? That's just like the hardest part for me to understand sometimes is like, why is this person so like content with uh, being not content? You know, like there's so many people out there who are just like, yeah, I can't wait to wallow in the shit. You know, like, yeah, why? Well, misery loves company. I mean, all these cliches are accurate. Yeah, that's true. And it's like if you're if I can make you more unhappy than me, that'll actually make me happy. Because everything's about comparison. And I've made you worse than me. So now I'm better. <laughs> you were explaining to me uh, Tinder today. I was at a dinner party last time. People were saying that when you want the person, it's swipe right. It but is. apparently it's, it's not. Right? No, it is swipe right. It's swipe right if you like them. Okay, swipe right if you like them. They were saying swipe right if you don't like them. Like you want to get rid of them. Nope. So it's very confusing. Hey, how you doing? It's very confusing. And I can't imagine like what... I don't know. It's just weird that that's like, you know, like we're talking about like how to like navigate being a parent with cell phones. Like, did you ever think for a second about like, oh, I'm going to have to navigate how to explain dating with a phone? Right. No. But again, this is all relationship stuff. I mean, weird. when you're talking to your kid about screen time. Yeah. Or when you're trying to talk to your wife about what's going on inside of you that you're dealing with traumatically. Yep. Or our relationship with God. I mean, it's all relational. Yeah, it is relational. And working on your relationship 
is important. Did that answer what you asked me? Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about uh, today when, I can't remember who, I think it, one of them said on stage, like, um, before Jesus, he uh, healed the healed blindness. He asked them, what do you what, want? What do you want from this? Yeah. Yeah. I love that question, too, because it's like, so, it's like, so, it's like, so, you know, really, what are you doing here? You know, like, it's like, you're clearly missing an arm, but what are you looking for? I mean, obviously it wasn't like that, but there's so much, there's so much depth to that question. Though. It's like, it's the, like the obvious need isn't actually the most important need. Yep. What do you think the most important need for humans is that it, they're like subconsciously don't know to be to be one with God again? I would probably have to say, do justly, love mercy, oh, and yeah, walk yeah. humbly with Him, because everybody in this world, like even as kids, it's so weird how kids are like, "That's not fair," and we're all born with this, I don't know, this sense of justice, yep, the sense of righteousness, and we again, are comparing, but we all want to see, we all want to live in a just world, and God is just. Man is not. Nah. I mean, look up confirmation bias. Yep. I mean, even eyewitnesses, police don't really take <laughs> to heart because we're not even reliable narrators to our own life or to what we saw, you know? We don't all see blue the same way. No, we do not, yeah. Everybody's perspectives are different. It's so. dangerous, is it? I, I imagine if like there was no forced pers perspective and all the perspective was the same, right? It would be wild, though, right? And if we all were like aware of God's presence, like you know, I said last last week on the show, like I mean, like back in the day, it was like what everybody talked about was God, and like you know, I was saying earlier today at church afterwards, like I got some friends that like I have never spoken about God with. It's just not like something that's like at the forefront of their vocabularies. Well, the world that we lived in with, with the world that we live in now versus the Bible world, I mean, the Bible world was very much of the nation of Israel is a, a society based on a sovereign Lord. Yeah. And our society is not like that. Our society, I mean, God, it's like, it's bizarre, really. Like, if you think about it, like how how much things have changed since the cell phone pops off, you know? You guys know? It's like 2000, what, four? Where everyone, like, I remember, like, one of my friends, like, shaming me for texting. He's like, oh, you texting again, huh? What's going on there, Bobby? So, I was telling my, uh, my kid the other day, who was very uh, upset about the day they overturned Roe v. Wade. Yep. And I said, everybody was paying attention to Roe v. Wade, but two other laws were passed that day that no one talks about. If you live within a hundred miles, check a map mm -hmm. of the border of the contiguous United States. Yep. They no longer need a warrant to search your house. If a cop doesn't have a warrant, he can still come in. How far? A hundred miles from any coast, which is most... Cities. <laughs> most of us. Yeah. And the second law that was passed is if a police officer arrests you and forgets to give you your Miranda rights... Oh, yeah. That's a good one. 
um, it would have been thrown out. Oh, you didn't Mirandize me. It was a, Did they get rid of that? They got rid of that. Did they? Nobody knows. So that's kind of how it is with cell phones. I mean, I think that we're villainizing the cell phone. Yeah. When, you know, I saw a picture one time of going back to the intelligence record in the written word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a picture of like, there's two pictures next to each other. One was everybody standing on a train platform with their face and their cell phone. Yep. And then the other one is from 100 years ago where everybody's standing at a train platform. With their face in a newspaper? With their face in a newspaper. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just as interested in talking to people at the subway mm-hmm. now than I would be 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to work on your relationship, there's literally always going to be something to get in your way. I don't it's, know. That's interesting, though. Like, 100 years ago, the difference is... But, I mean, relationships are relationships, and they're hard. Yep. So you got to work on it. The only thing that gets better, if you work on it... I mean, everything requires time and patience for for one to be able to improve. I mean, that's just the one thing about humans, too, is they don't want to put the time in. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, nah, not me. I ain't doing that. You know what I mean? Like, we're so easy to be like, nah. Right. Can't sign up for that. You know what I mean? Like... What did you, uh, what's it called? Like when you're, when you're blowing up the future, you're like, nah, it ain't going to work. Blowing up the what? You know, the future. Like you're like, nah, this can't happen because I am, you know what I mean? Like when, like you're, you're, you're coming up with every single excuse of why you don't want to do something. Oh, I mean, you're justifying or you're rationalizing or. Yeah, it's weird, right? I mean, again, it's self-destructive because your brain knows you should eat a carrot but a Snickers bar is so more appetizing. It's what? much. It's a shinier wrapper on a Snickers than a carrot. And we're drawn towards what's sleek and sexy and fun and happy. In this world that we live in, though, yeah. Right. Was it always that way, though? I guess it was, right? I mean... Yeah. Gold I mean, always looked better than copper. Like, you know, like... And Rome had us beat on this, believe me. I mean, we have yet to degrade as a society as low as Rome did. Yeah. They killed people for amusement. Yeah, and then, like, well, look what happened to them. They, they, they fell. So, I mean, if anything, we should be praising the cell phones. If it wasn't for them, we would already have a Coliseum built. That's true. <laughs> Christians would be the first thing on the menu. That is true. I forgot about that whole, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It is crazy how they try to silence you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, anybody who's like a non practitioner of the faith who has certain resentments against certain factoids. Well, and another thing too is that if you think about the algorithm on cell phones, yep. it's not the cell phone. It's the fact that this algorithm is designed to give you misinformation to sell you things. So people are actually willfully ignorant about things just so that they can sell more toilet paper. It's weird, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I really don't care, like, what the package looks like on the toilet paper, you know? Well, some people want yeah. extra fluffy. Some people want, you so, know, so coincidentally, super, right super now, resistant. See this rock right here? I don't know if you can see it. Nah, it looks like it's all grown up. But right behind here, this is the G- Jesus Saves Tea rock. It's actually written on the rock back there. It's like a big cliff that's behind all the... It's back up there behind the thing. But shout out to my boy, TJ. He knows what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, dude, I mean, 
it is crazy like how so many times people are just like nah not gonna do that not gonna show up or you know how many like so you're in storehouse every week right for the last like you know there's two services 9 11 how much it's like people who are new actually happens more often than you'd think because i can't really you know i can't turn around and look at people you can yeah. see everybody yeah i mean actually you know statistically i think that we should talk about before covid and then after COVID. okay yep mm-hmm. before covid people would only come to church certain people you know christmas and easter yeah since then a lot more people are visiting mm-hmm. a lot more people are like i want to try and see what this is like i think it's amazing your testimony about how because you got in a fight with your wife yeah she was just like i need to go get some air and yep. she ends up at church yep i mean that's yep like you're being pulled into at a moment when you're vulnerable and you're like i'm just gonna go wherever i'm just open to the universe i yep. just need to be not here i'll mm-hmm. be anywhere else and then god's like great i'm glad that you're here come here i'd like to talk to you like i don't want there to be a 9 11 every day but you know thoughts yeah. and prayers mm-hmm. <laughs> is a real thing yeah. because it's like <clears throat> politicians say it obviously to get you know people to like them but also because that's when we think about God, it's like the bumper sticker of if you want to kick God out of schools and stop giving kids tests, because you're always gonna pray, please God, don't let me fail this test. Yeah, yeah, it's because <laughs> I didn't study and I didn't do my part. I want you to come in and rescue me, and as soon as you do, you can go back to my sock drawer. I wonder how much that happens. I mean, like we're just yeah. So like there was a, a considerable amount of traffic right after the pandemic, right? Yeah, I mean, people have been coming in pretty regularly Mm -hmm. and like what would you say now like on an average basis like what we're like two years after the pandemic like how much how much like it's just like people like walking up off the street like that because there's there's always that part where people are like yeah because it's your first time there's a lot of new people right and do they do they come back is what i'm trying to say though it's like yes uh i actually pastor jameson just said today that they have like you know a way of keeping track of the guests as in how many people have come and got those little bags oh wow and stuff and they're like because they just want to know do we have new people here we'd like to meet them and say hi and show you that it's like we're not gonna we're not gonna bite you yeah we're not gonna hold up a sign of an aborted fetus in your face we're not gonna gonna, like show up at your uh your funeral and boycott it or something we're just like you know the good ones (laughs) yeah uh, well some people are like totally yeah they they've got this Thing, something's definitely happened to. Him. I was one of them, man. I was just like, nah, this yeah. ain't for me. And then I'd be like in church trying not to cry and be like, this is not for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? The pla- the, the, dude, the one that broke me was the literally was the plate smashing one. Do you remember that mess? Oh yeah. Yep. Dude, that got me, dude. I was just I wasn't even planning on being broken down like, you know, but like, God. It's like it's what like, are you angry about that you wanna I can't even remember like what the, the prompt something. was. What was the prompt to break the plate? that's what it was it was what are you angry about yeah yeah what is some anger that you have that you're holding in that you need to release and i was pretty angry at that moment and uh yeah i let it rip and then it all just came over me and then i fought that too as well i was just like nah 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 you know like for what like we're you know again it's that self-destruction like i don't want to eat this carrot yep i want the snickers i'm gonna go home i'm comfortable with the snickers well, I mean, that's like all the way, like all the way back to the beginning of the Bible, right? I mean, like the whole notion of the 
the apple, you know? What was the other option? There was no banana, you know? Like, you well, there's no other option there, right? There's no you avocado mean the tree. Of Eden? Yeah, I mean. Uh, the apple, I mean, we don't know that it was an apple. The fruit, it was either that or every other fruit in the forest. He had an entire garden. Eat yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, just not this. You can have 99% of everything, or you can have 1% of nothing. Well, that's what, like, I mean, isn't that what everybody goes for, too, is, like, the 1%? They're all, like, ah, I got to be rich. I got to be, you know, like, I was looking at a picture of Jeff, Jeff Bezos the other day. He's got so much money. He's retired. He's got this yacht. You know, he, he dresses like he's a James Bond character. You know, it's great. But, like, is he happy? I was thinking, you know, like, you got all that money. And, like, none of it. Like, I was talking about last week how, like, I've been considering getting rid of social media, like Facebook in particular, just because it's like a dreadful space for me to go now. Where I'm just like, great, can't wait to see what everybody else is up to. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not right. fun. There's that comparison is a thief of joy again. Well, the comparison thing's one, but like also two, like, I didn't, I, I don't do it no more, but some people live on there. And I remember at one point I also lived on there when I was consumed with myself and the ego of selling the bobcast selling myself in bands trying to do all this stuff to be the man yeah i mean and then like you know what for what is it nothing that was good for me you know like my wife and i gave up a social media platform uh for lent this past year which one uh tiktok i never i, I had tiktok for like a couple of weeks and i was like you know what I, yeah, I, I can't go. I, like, I had gotten to the Instagram level, and that was it. That was, like, me peeking out at Nintendo 64 or something like that. I was like, nope. Right. I'm not going to PlayStation. I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I mean, the thing is, is, you can get lost in anything. I mean, you know, you could read a book for five hours. I <laughs> remember a time when mm -hmm. my youngest brother and my dad both came to the table my family was gathered out to play a board game together, and they both brought their books. <laughs> yeah, like, right. <laughs> this is not the time to, re <laughs> to read not the, the book. Time for that. It's wild, dude. But when you're really into something, it consumes you, and yep. you have to understand. Like, you have to mind your mind. Yep. I'm gonna let you know right now. I stole that from Mark Marin, but he His said podcast. Yeah, he said it one time, and I really liked it because it's true. I mean, He's good, yeah. We only have however many years you're given on this planet. What are you doing with your time? Yep. How much is the, how much is that devoted towards the materialistic side of your reality? Like, right, paper chasing. Yeah, like let me get this car. It's like for what, dude? You know, oh, I really like how they cut this log. Right. There's a whole uh, log cutting committee. Dude, see this like hill right here? There's like this like tree up here. Shout out to Dave Fletcher. Dave, one time, he hid something up there. He's a listener of the show, and he took it like a picture of where he sh he buried it. And I went up there and found it. It was pretty fun. But yeah, dude, I've um I've enjoyed this session. I'm gonna have to bring you back for like it's gonna have to be a trilogy of sorts because we have so many different things to say. But yeah, it is true. Like pinpointing everything down though it's like yeah i guess we should not villainize the cell phone you know it's like it's not the cell phone that's evil it was always us it's always us yeah we're just making it about other things we don't have like food porn we just like porn we just want to make everything porn like people talk about the cell phone that's cell phone porn yep it's just like 
people that are into political porn. Yep. I feel like my kids are into weather porn. They just want to know every day. First, what do you mean? Like, what are they? Weather today? (laughs) Yeah, it is wild, right? Like, so, like, do they watch weather videos? Like, crazy weather? No, I guess they don't go that that deep into it. But, but yeah, it is true what you're saying, though. It's like we try to pornalize everything. You know what I mean? Like, we try. Some people do. We have a weather channel, and I mean, you can just watch that all day long. Yeah, I wonder what the weather is. Dude, there's a chat like if you have like a regular television, you know, like uh, the HD satellite, which you know what I'm talking about. Like there's like 800 channels. Yes, they got channels devoted to Fear Factor. It plays nothing but Fear Factor. It plays all you know, like uh, Brady. That sounds Bunch. scary for a lot of reasons. It does. It does sound very frightening. But look, we got to a lot today. We got a lot to. to we're starting the opening things up. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Hopefully, this warms up the crowd there at Storehouse Church for some of y'all to come on the show. I don't bite. Right, Ben? Tell him I didn't bite. Not a single bite. Right now we're in the Red Covered Bridge. Uh, it's been a pleasure to chat with you. Definitely have to come back on the show for another episode. Yeah. Uh, thank any you last moments of uh, wisdom or thoughts? Shout out to anybody. Go ahead. I was going to say uh, shout out to my 20 calories that I just burned. Probably more than that. You probably, It's probably about 400 right there. Yeah more accurate and uh obviously i've referenced my wife a number of times so i love uh shannon cool to the members of storehouse shout out to you as well my name is bob this has been another episode of the bobcast